0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys Live. Happy to having you. Happy to have you. Having you? Happy to have you. Join us. This is what you do when you don't edit your uh, your podcast. You just roll with it. Uh, here um, again this week, and uh, thanks for returning back to us after a, a short hiatus uh, because of the, the real-life stuff that both I and Jim uh, just have on our plates uh, as we were kind of just debriefing about some of those things off air before we joined for this recording. I'm Tom, joined as always as I mentioned by Jim. Jim, hey, how are you?
1: I am doing well today, Tom. How are you? Awesome,
0: awesome. It just again navigating the busyness <laughs> of of all of the things that we are involved in. So no, nothing bad. It's, it's all good, and um, you just you just. Put one foot in front of the other. So glad, glad for a few minutes here today and and uh, and, and this episode to to just get away from reality for a few minutes and talk about uh, one of our passions uh, being pro wrestling.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's always good, always good to be with you. But always good to take that you know hour or whatever we have and uh, you know just talk about something that shouldn't be uh, super serious. It should be fun. And while we can lament and whine about certain things it's still a, a a passion project for us and a, uh, just something fun to turn my brain off. I always say pro wrestling is, you know, is a vice, I guess, in my life. Like I don't drink to excess. Um, I've never done drugs. I don't smoke. I watch pro wrestling. Like, I think I'm okay. <laughs>
0: pro wrestling to excess.
1: Yes. When, when, when life allows there, you and I both in our, in our past life, um, you know, before, uh, you know, having to be adults and all that kind of good stuff, um, fully, uh, consumed a lot of pro wrestling. Uh, and, and we still consume a lot, honestly, comparatively, but, uh, not as much maybe as we once did. Anyways, that could be a whole nother episode. Um, and we ain't got time for that
0: so well and I, and I appreciate that you mentioned whining in that open for yourself because you're gonna we're gonna transition to something i want to whine about and that's our and that's our uh current uh initial head-to-head standings uh so yeah uh again we picked it actually worked out in our favor i think i think we actually picked yeah. every single match that did take place uh we did we had to, we had to do rumble picks a little bit early uh and neither of us wavered um there was nothing i saw on what i watched that would have caused me to change my picks um and so after Rumble, um, you are out of the gate, undefeated at 5-0. And, and I am 4-1, and one, our difference being the women's uh, Royal Rumble match and the winner. So congrats for the early lead, Jim. Um, this is not a trend I want to continue. So I hope with today, uh, the bulk of our episode will be talking about Vengeance Day and making picks there that I can uh, bring this at least even or, or perhaps even pull ahead of you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I'll take a five and zero to start. Right. I mean, why would you, why would, why would one complain about getting them all right? Um, but yeah, we only had that one difference. Um, and, and you didn't, you know, make any sort of a, uh, a crazy pick, you know, on that one. I mean, you picked Becky Lynch and, and she's as likely as anybody. Um, I am curious where Becky's going to end up at mania. Like, can they stretch the Bailey thing to mania? I don't know. Um,
0: well and, and, and not only that, how does like do they do a six woman? Um, you know, do they do damage control versus Becky and two allies? Yeah. Seems a little seems a little weird. Plus plus if they were to keep the titles on damage control too, like to not have a title match at WrestleMania for those titles seems weird. Again, we're getting way before uh before anything so
1: right but it's kind of fun to be able to talk about that and not know 100% where they're going to rest at Wrestlemania yet which is is fun I think Um, in this so kind of rumble reactions I'll run through the results real quick uh Cody Rhodes wins the rumble I think it's interesting that the men's rumble just starts the whole thing we'll talk about that in a minute um Cody Rhodes wins the rumble uh the pitch black match was next Bray Wyatt beat LA Knight in like four minutes like it was not very long um and it was interesting. We'll talk about that. Uh, raw women's title, Bianca over Alexa, and and more Uncle Howdy shenanigans there. Uh, the Women's Rumble then was next with Rhea Ripley, obviously, as we just said, getting that win. And then the undisputed Universal title match, Reigns over Owens. And then the aftermath of that that I think we're going to want to spend a minute or so on. Um, so Men's Rumble opens the show. I think that was maybe, I, I didn't see that coming. To be perfectly honest, and I actually thought as I watched it on Sunday, oh, maybe Cody doesn't win this thing, um, and it also told me The Rock was not going to be in it at that moment because there's no way you open the show and have The Rock in the Rumble, so that would have been the main event. Period. End of sentence. Um, I don't know what do you think when when you heard the announcer say, you know, this is the Men's Royal Rumble opening. Yeah. The
0: show? I admit as well to being um, surprised and then excited as well. And I was like, okay. And like, again, I wasn't thinking of like all of the matches on the card and like what might main event, but I just think by default, you, I think, enter this, uh, this event going, Oh, well, one of the rumble matches has to finish. Right. This, but, but it didn't, it, it, the flow was not at all anything other than really, really good in the way they presented it. And knowing what we know now with how the show ended and with, the the reigns and owens and um the bloodline stuff i think it played out really 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 well
1: yeah and i i, I kind of figured a rumble match would open just because you want to space those out yeah. a little bit um, but i thought it would be the women's i i and, and in fact i almost wondered until he announced the first you know competitor i almost wonder if he misspoke and i was like waiting for a woman to come out and everybody be like oh that was funny Um he said men's rumble and you know here comes carmella or whatever it wasn't carmella but um yeah and clearly it was not um i i thought the men's rumble was fun um i know there have been some people that said they didn't like it i i don't know i liked it um sometimes the obvious thing is the right thing and i and i think that this was a case of that um cody winning made the most sense all the way along um just totally made the most sense and I thought they told a great story with Gunther. Gunther looked like a beast throughout that thing. I mean, he was in it the entire time and he never, Triple H made the comment in the press conference. I read anyways, later I haven't, I never watched the press conference, but that like Gunther never just like blended into the background in the match. Like he was always a prominent piece of what was going on in the match. And he, and he's right. He was. And to do that for 70 plus minutes, crazy. Holy crap. Um, I thought Gunther was great. Um, you know, I, Logan Paul was a, I, I don't know if you can call Logan Paul a surprise because I think it's kind of like, well, yeah, that would make sense that he's there for the big shows. Um, but they hadn't announced him before. So that was, you know, a little bit of a surprise. Booker T, okay, whatever. It's in Texas, fine. Um, I was, a. I I I like that their roster is deep enough that they didn't have to lean into a ton of legends um, like they've done before in both the men's and the women's rumble. Um, you know, you got a little sprinkling of some people, but then you didn't need all of that either. And edge came back, and um, you know all that good stuff. So I, I like the men's rumble personally.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought we definitely would see Edge. So when I so we did, I was not surprised. Um, I did not have Logan Paul on my bingo card, so I would have uh, not. Not one there, but I. But again, I agree with you. I think it fits great. Booker T being like you know regional, like so. The the thing will be uh, to watch it, perhaps from an interesting slant is do they do they skew to have more of like the 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 legend or the special appearance be more uh, hometown based wherever the rumble is. Like so again, in, in my opinion, you look at the men's it's Booker T of course. Then you look at the women's you had uh, Roxanne Perez and then Michelle McCool. Roxanne, of course, being from Texas, uh, training under Booker T and then Michelle McCool, I think living in Texas because she's taker's wife. So those were interesting. The one the one surprise that I expected that I didn't see was uh, Matt Riddle. Um, and I don't know so I don't know where he's at with things and I would have, I would have thought, you know again, I don't know enough to know enough, but my the information that I read online was he had a performance enhancing uh, or drug of abuse suspension. Um, he was a way to get you know, the, the support for that and to, to, to come back. I would have thought that that time had expired by now in time for him to return to the Rumble. Um, he seemed to be a very big fixture of WWE last year. I would have imagined him to be in line for that same uh, thing this year. Um, Rumble would have been a wonderful way to introduce him again. Wrestling is secondary to his personal well-being and health so if that's still ongoing um which i have no idea then clearly he shouldn't have been back in the rumble i also enjoyed the match quite a bit i i wanted to spend a few minutes uh, this is what i've really been wrestling with all week um and you said did you watch the whole event on sunday were you able to watch everything okay i so i watched everything up until about the middle of the women's rumble match on sunday and then then monday evening i finished the women's match and, and and went and watched the main event I was able to stay pretty spoiler free. Um, I mean, if you didn't, if you as a fan and you've been paying attention to WWE thought that thought there was any way that Cody Rhodes was not winning the rumble, um, then I, then I don't know like what, if you you haven't been watching the product, I am interested. um, I, I had no inkling that the rock was going to potentially be there. So can you give me just a little bit and the listeners a little bit of kind of what, where you were thinking with that and then i'm going to go into the cody Rhodes um kind of the thing i've been wrestling with all week
1: yeah I, there was just uh there was some well i think some people worked themselves into a shoot a little bit uh there were lightning bolts on the poster so there was the whole electrifying piece now lightning bolts don't it's not like the rock has ever you know used lightning bolts as a big thing well Maybe with Black Adam, I think there's lightning bolts involved. I haven't watched Black Adam yet.
0: But well, wasn't he also the most electrifying man in sports entertainment? He was.
1: And and that was, I think, where they were kind of coming from. Um, and, of course, <laughs> there is the, you know, everybody kind of has figured that Hollywood was the year, um, you know, for Rock and Roman. And it, and it sure doesn't seem like it's happening. I mean, I think if it was going to, the Rumble would have been the place you would have seen The Rock, whether it was in the Rumble match itself or after the roman owens match or something i think the fact that we haven't seen him yet i I don't think it's happening um and and rock had said he doesn't think he can be in shape for that match i think we might have talked about this two weeks ago like i kind of thought that was a red herring to be perfectly honest um because the rock isn't going to say like on twitter oh yeah i'm coming back for wrestlemania i mean he's not going to say that like they're going to reveal him on tv somehow and um so I wondered if we'd see him. Um, I stayed off social media because I didn't want to know anything about the Rumble. Uh, the one, I, I I almost got spoiled on the Cody thing, although when you kind of know what's happening, is it a spoiler even if you see it confirmed? Uh, because there was an email that came out the net on Sunday from Peacock that said Royal Rumble replay. That was just the subject. And I was like, well, that's a weird, it didn't say like watch the Royal Rumble replay, it just said Royal Rumble replay. And I was like, oh, I wonder if there's a problem with the replay. And I'm not going to be able to watch it when I get home. So I clicked on the email, and all I saw was the picture of Cody, and it said "Watch the Rumble," and I was, and I, it was just a picture of Cody. And I was like, "Well, that might tell me the Cody won." But then I, in my head, I thought, "Well, okay, that's the like next to Reigns winning. That's the most obvious thing I have." So, oh well, even if that did get kind of spoiled. Um, but anyways, that was that was where the Rock thing came from. Um, I there was no part of me that was going into the event thinking, "Oh yeah, we're definitely getting the Rock." Um, would I have jumped off my couch if we did? Probably. But that that was where it came from. So what what have you been wrestling with with Cody? I'm curious.
0: Yeah. So again, like I, I was very into Cody Rhodes landing in WWE last year, even with all the pomp and circumstance and the debut at Mania. Like it wasn't like, I didn't feel like that was incredibly forced down our throats. Some people may have, right? And, and I think Cody is personally a very polarizing performer. I, I And maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but I think that he, because of how he presents himself, how he carries himself, you can either really be into it or you can probably really be turned off. Um, I'm neither, but I lean towards the being turned off and I'll get more into that. Uh, so then Cody has... A pretty incredible, um, incredible as probably too strong a statement. A strong, a very strong run from WrestleMania to June. And then he gets hurt and has that incredible, um, considerable match of the year performance with Seth at Hell in a Cell and then has to leave. So then the story goes all right. You know and the story was already kind of being told when he first came back like he he's here because he wants to do the one thing he's never been able to do he, and, and and there's the Rhodes legacy and all of that and and then it gets halted because of the injury so we get the 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 vignettes and the promos and the video packages in January leading up to going hey he's gonna come back and he's gonna come back at the Rumble and then you have him come in at 30 and so he even though he had a really solid showing that's arguably the easiest spot to come in at the rumble um so again so if, if 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 you think Cody's polarizing and you think that he's had things provided to him or handed to him that's one more argument in in that in favor of that he wins and it's fine um and then going into the promo that he cuts on monday it's like for me personally um, it seems like it's a slam dunk that he's going to be the person to dethrone Roman. And I, and I, and I think that's probably a really good decision if that's the way they go. I think, however, though, since maybe that was one of the original like trajectories, let's remember when he came in, we had Vince McMahon fully in charge of creative that, that has since changed. Um, is there, is there greater story in Cody coming up short at WrestleMania and someone else dethroning Roman or Cody dethroning him down the road? Um, Or is there something, is there something else that could go on? So um, I feel, so overall, I just feel like I enjoy Cody overall. However, like from a fan perspective, I, 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 I I, I, I tend to skew more towards disliking him because of the way that I think that he is a polarizing figure. Um, and I want, and I don't know how other people feel because I think when you listen to the crowd reaction and you watch on TV, um, it's the opposite of, of how I'm feeling. So uh, curious to know your thoughts uh, and, and opinions in that space.
1: And, and that was what I was going to say: is it seems like the crowd is on the other side from you, um, and that's and that's okay. You know, that's the beauty. We can all. Um, it, it's it's subjective, right? Subjective, objective, subjective um i think that's right um, but um it, i i'm enjoying cody i i agree i was a little surprised he came in at 30 i thought the story they told with gunther might have been the one they would have told with cody like him lasting coming in at one or two now they turned around and did that with Rhea, so i i guess i understand you can't do that twice on the same show but then again you didn't have to do it with Rhea, so I think it would have made more sense, honestly, to do it with Cody. To be perfectly honest, now part of and, me wonders. And just to oh, jump
0: ahead. in there, he could have he could have easily like. So I think of Ric Flair '92. Granted, different circumstance, but like Cody could have come in at three, right? Right, right. And, and 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 then and then there's this like struggle of he and Gunther, and Gunther still gets the record, which I believe he, he does now yes. hold. But then Cody in goes, 30, okay. Romans, yes. yeah, yep, and Cody goes just like just like you know the legendary Ric Flair. I've, I've now like you know, I don't know. I'm, I I didn't give that too much thought, but just because I I think Cody's love for the histrionics behind professional wrestling would have that would have been a nod to that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and that makes sense. Um. I, yeah, I did think he was coming in early. I I wondered if maybe he wasn't like I think he's it, the story is he got medically cleared that day. I I think that's a little bit of story. Um. <laughs> that code that's, were, that's and, cody
0: you're talking about yeah okay and 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 I, and I and i'm sure you noticed this too how how um how present is that scar uh yeah. you know at his at his right shoulder
1: yeah absolutely um and, and one thing i did wonder though is maybe there's cardio shape and then there's ring shape right um and maybe because he was coming back maybe they maybe he or they felt that he wasn't in ring shape yet to go that long um you know so maybe they wanted to bring him in a little later i also wonder if they left him for 30 because of course everybody knows cody's coming so when 29 guys come in and there's only number 30 left and you know who it is you're not going to start chanting sammy sammy Sammy.
0: yeah
1: and that might have been really smart of them because in my opening with the men's rumble you're probably also not doing that too because I think if you would have flipped those matches and had the world title match earlier in the card and the, and the men's rumble closing, people would have wanted Sammy unless they did the ending they did. But you can't do that ending anywhere but the end of the show, frankly. So, um,
0: and I, I saw, I, I don't want I it, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I, I just wonder if it was a little bit to protect against the Daniel Bryan situation from a number of years back.
0: Sure. And I don't want to get off the Cody topic unless we just put a pin in it there. I did see a lot of, um, at least in the circles that we uh, together are connected to, a lot of like energy around Sammy being potentially in the Rumble. That was never something that I considered. Um, can, what were your thoughts on that? And did you anticipate he was going to be a participant? I,
1: I didn't. Okay. Un- unless, you know, Roman had said the final test was coming at, at the Rumble. Unless they would have said, well, your final test is you're going to go win the Rumble. So at WrestleMania, I can, you know, you lay down and and let me pin you kind of thing. Uh, That could have been a story. And then Sammy wins the Rumble, of course. And then he says, you know, screw you. I'm going for the title and and we're off to the races the way way we are now. I think Sammy works a lot better as a challenger here at Elimination Chamber, which I expect um, is going to be the main event of Elimination Chamber. Him in Montreal, I mean that crowd's going to be just banana, as Pat Patterson would have said.
0: Very bunch of bunch of banana, <laughs> bunch of
1: banana. Um, so I think that works a lot better. And and I love Sami Zayn. I just don't see Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania as the main event. Like, even though the story tells me I can get there, I don't know. I just don't quite get there personally. Um,
0: and 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 to jump kind of way down the pathway. Um, you know, if we do get that match, which is interesting that we that we would still get that at Elimination and I'm, I'm hoping we do, and I imagine that's going to be incredible. They're already saying the main event of WrestleMania is Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, it, which is which which is true today. But like for for you to go and make and put put graphics up when when there's potentially someone who could challenge Roman between now and then, you know, it, it's not you know the undisputed WWE champion will face. Uh, Cody Rhodes. I don't know. I I always were. I was I was kind of right. get persnickety in that space.
1: And and they could always say after the because right now there's no title match scheduled officially between now and Mania. They could always say if that title match gets added, you know, and the winner will go on to face Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. Um, the you know Sean Rossap talked about this week. You know, is there a world where Cody, I think I think kind of what he, and he was not reporting this. He was saying, like, is there a world where this could happen? Sure. Um, could Cody say that universal title is a made-up title? That's a thing. That's, that's something you all made up. I want the WWF title, WWE title. That's the one with the lineage that my dad won and it got taken away from him. That's the belt I want. I don't want that universal title, you know, that you all made up. Now, you'd have to say it a lot. He'd have to come up with a better way than I just did, but basically that being the crux of it. And so on night one, Roman faces Cody for the WWE title and loses. And then on night two, he gets a rematch with Sammy because of some sort of shenanigans at Elimination Chamber and Sammy wins the universal title. And then Roman descends into madness because he lost back-to-back matches after not losing for, you know, years. Um, Sure. And that could be an interesting story. And and ending, after I just said I don't see Sami Zayn, like that sort of a split thing, I actually in my head can get around better than just Roman versus Sami. Um, even though the story, like I said, the story's there. It, it's very, very there, especially after last Saturday. Um, so I don't know why I can't quite get there yet. Um, but... I, I'm, but, again, I love that I get a chance to watch it all play out and that I'm not just like, oh, we're doing Roman Rock for the 9,000th time. Cool.
0: Well, and and to, to that end, like what I'm thinking is going to happen is I'm thinking we're getting Roman Sammy, or whether, it, whether Elimination Chamber, which is it seems to be the perfect ground for that, or somewhere else, they could do it. I would imagine, with, with the right amount of time, if it wasn't the premium live event, they could do a huge rating on SmackDown. If, yeah, if it they if, if they if they really were strategic about that, um, that the usos are the ones that end up costing Sammy, and then because of that, we get the re, the reuniting of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Right, I, they're going to tease that out. So from from you know again, I don't think when you when, when when Friday Night SmackDown happens tonight, I don't think you're you're seeing hugs and kisses from Sammy and KO, even though. Like well, they're gonna milk that cow as long as they can, but the idea is Sammy gets screwed out of the title, even though he clearly has it won, and because of that, Sammy goes okay. Well, then let me let me reconnect with KO. Or again, I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, but that that match, the idea of that tag match, yeah. and them being the ones to dethrone the Usos um, for one of the sets of belts, because clearly, again, I like we've been discussing a couple of times here they're, they're, they're going to break them off. Like, why do you do a SmackDown? Unless we're all f- foolish, and the reason for the SmackDown tournament is just to give the Usos one more team on their resume. I, I don't know.
1: Well, and the interesting piece of that is Kevin Owens on Raw, Sammy Saints on SmackDown. So they could win them both. Some, You know, like, I don't know. Uh, I think that's the more likely. I think Cody and, and Roman, I, I think... If you do this right, and and they're so far doing it really, really right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you have Sammy get screwed at Elimination Chamber. Jey Uso reveals that he's staying with the bloodline. Because I thought that was a very interesting twist they had with Jay walking off, you know, with tears in his eyes. Torn by the whole thing because he was against Sammy joining the bloodline at first. Then he came around and Sammy was like a brother. And then this happens on Sunday night, which was played out just beautifully. And I love that the announcers laid out that they just dropped. Um, it reminded me of Ring of Honor. Every once in a while they'd have a main event match and the announcers, the play-by-play guys wouldn't announce it, just let you watch the match. And I love that the announcers just dropped out and let it play out on TV and you just watched it. Um, that was beautiful production. Um after an earlier production snafu that we can talk about when we touch on the women's rumble, which I know we got to watch our our timing here so we have picks, but um I thought it was beautiful. I think you have Sammy get screwed, KO come, if KO comes out, makes the save from another beatdown. again, banana in Montreal. I mean, that's just, you know, that crowd is going to, and I think that will help drive, you know, the crowds on the road to WrestleMania from the chamber. I think you could main event night one of WrestleMania with Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn versus Usos. Absolutely. I, I think that Absolutely. could main event WrestleMania night one. Um, And I'm sorry to the women who deserve it, Rhea and Charlotte and whoever Bianca faces, um, which I have a terrible feeling could be Ronda Rousey coming back. Um, I don't want that. I want Asuka. Give me Bianca Asuka. Um, Because I'm loving this new direction for Asuka after one week. But, um, or Becky, if Becky's not going to be doing something with Bailey and and damage control. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to the women because they deserve a main event slot at WrestleMania, but this story has played out so well that I, I a tag team title match main eventing one night of WrestleMania. Who would ever thought that? Like,
0: so here's the thing: I, I I love everything you're laying out, and I really want that because we have Vince back in the mix. Whether he's whether he's at all a, a, a sliver of a rudder that's that's got a voice in someone's ear. He hates tag team wrestling. It's well known. He's not going to let a tag team match main event WrestleMania. It's gonna be in my opinion, it's gonna I be Charlotte. To in-
1: my brain, man.
0: Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Like I believe me, I want to. I want to be on that bandwagon, but I from all that I've heard, and again, I don't know, I know nothing. I'm a fan, right? I have never worked for WWE, I never will work for WWE, I don't think. Um <laughs> <laughs> seem like it, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen by now, you know. Every, every single thing. I've been so I've been really, really and I hope you have too. If you've not, I really encourage you to. Um, I've been really digging into the FTR podcast with um I haven't at Ma- all
1: yet. I, okay, I, like, dude, I do it.
0: Jump jump on it. It's it's really, really, really good. Um just there's a number of, of nuggets that Dax Harwood speaks to his WWE time and the the reality, I was about to call it the perception, but it's not the perception, the reality of how tag team wrestling is, is viewed and was viewed, uh, especially during his time uh, as a main roster talent. Uh, so all of that being said, um, before we jump to the women, because I definitely want to talk about Rhea and I definitely want to talk about Rhea Charlotte and why I think it really deserves to be the main event at, on night one. Um, anything else on on Roman KO and Sammy because that, that, that was a tremendous and number one, tremendous match in my opinion, nuclear angle afterwards, just, I mean, good. I, I, I didn't, I don't even want, I, I'm, I'm happy that it happened because I'm happy for the progress, but it's been going, it's been just, I would argue that it's immaculate storytelling. Um, bloodline
1: yeah. might be one of the, and, and Sean Ross Sapp said this early in the week. So I don't want to sound like it's just my thought, but I've, I've had the same thought. Um, it may be one of the best storylines WWE has ever done. And it spans two regimes. Like it started under Vince and it's continuing under Triple H. I kudos. Hat tip. You got to call it, you know, we, we pick on WWE a lot when they do stupid stuff. Um, and rightfully so, but you got to tip your hat when when they just knock it out of the park. And they've knocked it out of the park at almost every turn with this bloodline angle. I I'm sure there's been a blip here or there if somebody wanted to nitpick yeah but what about the raw and you know november where this happened okay fine one thing whatever but all in all and especially saturday night 100 kudos kudos
0: yeah
1: uh as much as we could go on about reigns we do have a time frame today so let's uh let's pin that and, and i'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot um as we go to elimination chamber and wrestlemania coming but um, the Women's Rumble, I thought, also was really good. I liked that they had NXT talent there. No NXT talent in the Men's Rumble, interestingly. But uh, the three or four, at least. Uh, Indy, Zoe, um, Roxanne, and I could be forgetting somebody uh, over in the Women's Rumble.
0: You uh, Zoe Stark?
1: Yeah, Zoe Stark, Indy Hartwell, Roxanne. I just meant those three. Um Michelle McCool coming out of the front row, which was kind of fun. I actually thought they were going to do that spot with Pat McAfee in the men's rumble when Pat came out and wasn't he great um, after WWE has changed the name or gone away from the name of Seamus and Drew McIntyre uh, from the banger bros, because there is a uh, adult site with a similar name. And, and how does somebody not research these things? Well, it's good to see that at least it wasn't just the old regime. The new regime can't do any research either. They apparently have hired the two spot monkeys crew. Um, for research, because they're doing about as much research as we do, apparently. Um, and not that we do research around that name, by the way. We're not saying that. Um, but Pat McAfee just couldn't help himself to keep bringing it up in just different ways. I enjoy the heck out of Pat McAfee as an announcer. Um, so so that was fun. I thought he was going to do the, the old Jerry Lawler spot of the music plays. And, oh, I got to take my headset off because I'm in the Rumble. Um, they did that instead with Michelle from the front row. That was fun. I, Rhea winning. I, I mean, I picked it, so I think it made total sense. She looked like a badass. Excuse my French. Um, I'm looking forward to Rhea and Charlotte, and and I'm I'm not surprised she didn't pick Bianca. Rhea Charlotte is the story because of the match at the WrestleMania with no attendance.
0: Oh, absolutely, and that and that's why I love this so much. I love that it's an opportunity at, at a redo. And argue, arguably on a much bigger stage. So much bigger. The only thing, the only and thing Rhea's at a, a way of,
1: different level now than she was a couple of years ago.
0: I, I I totally agree. The only thing I'm not a fan of is her connection to Judgment Day, and it's not been a, been a bad thing. But I feel like you it's could easily thought. you could easily break her off, and she can stand on her own. Like I I don't know how I, or when you would do that, especially because of the Dominic thing. Um, I wonder you know, if you're,
1: you're I, gonna see though. Not a breakup of the Judgment Day, but a little bit of just her going, her being focused on more as a solo and still touching base with the Judgment Day from time to time, especially around the Dominic stuff. Um, But her being focused on more by herself, if that makes sense. I I wonder if that might happen, because I I think the same thing. The Judgment Day is, I, I enjoy the Judgment Day, but they're not a top of the card act the way they've been booked. And and it doesn't seem like they're going to be, which is sad because I think Finn Balor and the World Title picture is something I really want, um, but it just doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen again now at this point. Um, you know, but at least they went away from the goth, um, almost you know, rip off of the Brood thing they were doing when Edge first started, and now they're just like jerks who like to party um and you know kind of thing and and Dominic's you know prison Mike from the office or whatever but um and Dominic actually has shown some decent character work and I thought he looked okay in the rumble like and they furthered that I mean if we're not interestingly when I listened back to our predictions back uh from the end of 21 so for 2022 I think that's what it was. No, no, it was our September. I'm sorry. It was our last show before we took our hiatus. That's what it was. Um, before we came back, I tried to listen to some of that show. And and we were talking about the Dominic and Ray thing because it had just happened to Clash of the Castle. Um, the turn had happened. And and we said, boy, could they stretch this out and not give us Dom versus Ray until Mania? And we both agreed, well, that'd be crazy. There's no way they can wait that long. It sure seems like that's what we're getting. Um, yeah, yeah. And if we don't at this point, what are we doing? Like, why have we not just moved off of it if we're not getting it? Um, so. Uh, yeah anyways women's rumble i thought was really strong um i love that ria and Liv both kind of went the distance both not kind of they both went the distance um not that helped make Liv look strong i love that the four people who qualified already are automatically qualified into the women's elimination chamber were the last four outside of Rhea. um so you're rewarding them for lasting to the to the final five i guess of the royal rumble like that made sense um it wasn't just you didn't just randomly put people into the elimination chamber there was a reason um adam pierce actually sounded like he knew what he was doing as a general manager um and then you and then you have what i think is going to be really fun you have chelsea green coming in as like this and i apologize um because this name means something very different in your world but as a karen um you know and and coming up to adam pierce how many are you the manager um i I think this is gonna be great. I is it is she gonna to be top of the card with this gimmick? No. But I think, oh my goodness. And then for her to come in, complain, and immediately get thrown out, like I'm I'm already digging the Chelsea Green return.
0: Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know that I can add much more. Um again this is the Rhea that I think we've been waiting on. Yep. Uh so I'm so I'm excited about that. And I I just I can't tell you how like the promo on Monday and her choosing Charlotte and the words behind it I felt that like I felt that connection and for them to be able to have this opportunity now that they should have had in 2020 um, and even if they had if even if we had never had COVID and and WrestleMania in 2020 had happened at Tampa in front of fans I still would be excited for this match because I guarantee you that whatever would have gone on there and the aftermath would have still built to where we are now. We have what we have, and it has built beautifully. So I am – WrestleMania is just starting to get going. We're less than 60 days away, which is super crazy to think about. Uh, And I can't wait to see where we land with that. Um, I believe uh, we're not doing any, like, family, like, big family spring break stuff. So I'm pretty confident I will be around – you know and and in the ability to watch mania um kind of like live for i think for the first time in like a couple years
1: nice nice i i am i am planning i'm trying to plan on getting that friday off work um it's a little tough with not a lot of pto right now um but i'm i may work the weekend prior so i can take that friday off something um so that i can watch some of the uh the other shows that happen Thursday night, wrestling on super shows Thursday night, um, some of the GCW stuff. And can I just say really fast, and then I know we got to move into some other stuff. So for Fight Plus, it's five bucks a month. So for five bucks, you're going to get El Hio Del Vikingo, Del Vike, whatever. Vikingo, I can't say his name right. Versus Mike Bailey at spring break. Holy what? And then Kota Ibushi is going to wrestle at spring break. I'm going to guess he wrestles Joey Janela. That doesn't excite me as much because Janela, whatever. But it's going to be hard for Janela not to book himself against Kota Ibushi. Let's be honest. Um, But you also get Kota Ibushi versus Mike Bailey at Bloodsport. And that's only two matches of the collective. I mean, I sound like I'm a shill for Fight Plus and GCW. But good Lord, how do you not spend five bucks for those two matches alone? And another Kota Ibushi match, like I said, I expect Joey Janela. And the other craziness that they're going to have on those shows Holy crap!
0: Yeah, and in uh, in just uh, less than two weeks, they have the JCW tournament with all of these wonderful. And that's like, free on YouTube. Juniors, oh, it's free on Gosh. Well, I yeah, mean, I'm JC still paying w- my I'm still paying my five bucks because I think it's on Fight Plus too.
1: Uh, maybe anyway. that is on Fight Plus. Either yeah, way, what, JCW are shows are normally on on they YouTube. On, yes, yeah, because um,
0: I, I recall when they had uh, Kanosuke Kino, Takeshita against someone last year. I was like, okay, I'm already digging this dude. This is free on YouTube. I got to watch it. So.
1: And and you weren't, uh, you weren't upset by that choice. I'm quite sure. No. Um, I mean, Game Changer Wrestling is just, I I wish I had more time to give them.
0: I want them to tell me when they're coming back to Michigan. You keep announcing dates, GCW. Come on, Brett Lauderdale.
1: And and speaking of announcing dates, uh, AEW announced this week, house shows, uh, house rules. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful they haven't gotten to Nebraska yet. Maybe they can bring a house show this way a bit I'd live with it as much as I want a dynamite to go to or something like that. Like I do a house show, AEW come to the middle of the country. It's okay here. Uh, Nebraska, a, a number of years ago, 2018, 19, uh, came out with a new tourism slogan called that said Nebraska. It's not for everyone and it's not, but it's for AEW come to, come to Nebraska. AW. Yeah. I
0: thought, I thought the new slogan was, it's okay. It's okay here. It's okay
1: here. That's what, that's why I don't work for the, uh, the the state of Nebraska. Well, we have got uh, about 15 minutes left here today, uh, maybe just a couple minutes more than that, 18, but uh, we need to get to head-to-head picks for Vengeance Day. Let me just say on the Rumble really quick, uh, Bianca Alexa was a little short. I thought it was good, but fine. Um, Uncle Howdy stuff. I, I, I like that storyline. I know a lot of people don't. I get it. I like it. Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Black was super short. Um, but looked really
0: cool. He's L.A. Black, though.
1: L.A. Night, sorry. <laughs> LA, well, maybe now that he's been sent to hell, he's going to be L.A. Black.
0: It's um, Black. It's black.
1: Uh, I thought Uncle Howdy's uh, twisting coffin drop off the uh, staging was looked cool. It was a cool spot. Um, and sign me up when Mattel puts out the Bray Wyatt figures from the Royal Rumble because, yep, those were toyetic if I ever saw. I don't know what that thing on his face at the end was. <laughs> again i think that'll be interesting to see but i
0: i like the bray wyatt stuff i don't know it's it, the, it, it, it's it, it's definitely unique and, yep. and, and and it draws you in whether you like it or not like you're definitely looking like at like this spectacle of it not like the in the entertainment component right. not like the pro wrestling and again we run in a circle with a lot of people who are very much like pro wrestling pro wrestling pro wrestling and they can't they can't see that, so I think you and I have enough discernment to go. All right, we can we can step back and look at the whole thing. We're not, right. you know, you don't love it, it's like a buffet, you know, you don't like shrimp, you don't grab seven shrimp, but you might grab one,
1: right? Right, yeah. Bray Wyatt and LA Knight and the whole Bray Wyatt storyline should it be the world title picture? No, but does it have a place? I, I think it does, and I enjoy it, so yeah, it is what it is. All right, head to head. NXT Vengeance Day, we have six matches. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. The six first
0: matches. NXT premium live event outside of Orlando in four years since 2019, right? I think 20- so. No, I think maybe early 2020. Wasn't the February event? February. There might 2020? Have been a, I was, that's
1: why I was trying to think. There might was have been an early. So so 2019? it might be three years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, but still, still. Yeah.
1: Still cool. Um, I heard something from yesterday's uh, media call, I think that. They're expecting about five thousand people. I don't. I have no idea what the venue holds uh, for Vengeance Day, so I don't know if that's. It'll look fine. WWE does a really good job of moving people and and their production. Oh, oh, although here's my one thing about production, Asuka, uh, when she came out for the Rumble, her music hit, which I didn't catch. You know, everybody's music's so generic almost anymore, unless they have like a line at the beginning of it. So it didn't catch me right away that it was Asuka. The crowd went bonkers. And they just showed like a wide shot of the crowd for like five seconds before finally a graphic came up. I mean, like WWE's production is usually on the spot, and I don't know if everybody fell asleep or was eating a sandwich right then, but like, what are we doing there? That was it was bad. Like I was like, what is happening right now? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh oh, it's Oscar. Okay, um, everybody, nobody's ready for Oscar, including the production people.
0: We're not ready for Oscar. <laughs> nobody's Maybe. ready for Oscar. Yes. <laughs>
1: I li- I like the new look though for Asuka. So It's I awesome. No. Now.
0: It, it, and again, I, if you've ever seen her in, in her when she was known as Kana, uh lo- yep. looks a this lot is- like what she uh, her, her her look and her persona then. Um so that's super cool. Yeah. All right, so vengeance day six matches, yeah. you and I are going to go back and forth like we always do. I get to pick first cuz I'm underneath right now at the 4 to 1 mark to your 5 and 0. Oh. Um, so what is our first match for this event?
1: Two out of three falls, Apollo Cruz versus Carmelo Hayes. And when this got mentioned on NXT, I think a week ago, because I have not seen NXT this week, um, it took me a minute to forget or to remember that Carmelo Hayes wasn't the North American champion. Like I'm just so ingrained with him in that belt that I was like, oh, wow, that's for the North American title. Okay. And then I was like, no, wait, there's a different match. It's for the North American title. This is This is just two really good wrestlers.
0: Yeah. And it, it's been an interesting build. Um, there was a segment uh, where Apollo Crews went to the barbershop, which is Carmelo Hayes' barbershop. It's like, why would you dare go get your haircut there or get your yourself lined up? Um, so that kind of like was how this, this you know, let's go two out of three falls came about. Um, it's fine. Um, I think Apollo Crews has had the opportunity to be able to get more of an opportunity in NXT. And um, maybe that comes to an end here. Maybe that, maybe it. Grows after this, um, but Carmelo Hayes is my pick to win. Um, I do think, and I know we've talked a little bit about it. You know, when you look at kind of the current NXT landscape, it seems that Carmelo Hayes is the guy who maybe is the next uh, NXT champion and would be the guy to dethrone Braun Breaker, perhaps. Um, so I think this is that next step towards that by winning the feud with Apollo Cruz.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's most likely Carmelo Hayes at stand and deliver with Braun Breaker, like you just said. Um, so I'm going Carmelo Hayes as well. Uh, it could, you know, Dragon Lee could show up here, not in this match, but on Saturday and, and be the challenger at stand and deliver. But I think you could do something else with Lee to help build him. Um, I, I don't know that you want to do the title match right out of the gate with Dragon Lee, because I think there's a fair amount of the WWE, uh, crowd, or the NXT crowd too. Although NXT crowd seems to be a little more, you know, indie savvy. um, Who's going to need to get to know Dragon Lee a little bit. So I I don't, that would be the only other match I could see for breaker at stand deliver. I certainly hope they don't do something that makes it be Grayson Waller again. Um, I like Grayson Waller. I just don't, that's not stand and deliver. Um, I'm fine with what they've done so far with it. I think it ends here on Saturday. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but Carmelo Hayes is my pick here. I, I can't see Cruz beating him two out of three. Uh, but I think this this is the one match that I said, uh, there's at least one that makes me go, ooh, I'd like to see that. I would like to see this. I think it's going to be really, really good. Uh, so, Carmelo Hayes. Then we go to the NXT Women's Tag Title Match. Caden uh, Carter and Katana Chance uh, versus Defend versus Fallon Henley and Kiana James. Kind of the odd couple tag team that WWE just can't get away from doing. Um, no matter if it's in NXT or the main roster, they love doing these teams that can't get along. Um, I don't see any way Carter and chance lose these belts here. Um, Carter and chance, keep the belts. I think Henley and James are too dysfunctional. Um, I think they have a spot or two where it looks like they're going to work together and win them. And then, you know, they fall apart. I I honestly think Caden Carter and Katana chance hold the belts until we finish this Alba fire rebrand they're doing with Isla Dawn, which I've seen coming for a little bit. So I wasn't surprised that I read that was where it was headed, or it seems like where it's headed was. I was reading the report this week. Um, I Could see them dethroning Carter and Chance, maybe even at Stand and Deliver, um, at some point and really establishing that team. But, um, yeah, I know Fallon Henley, I, I like Fallon Henley a lot. Kiana James, I can kind of take her leave right now. Um, I will tell you this is totally an aside, really quick, um, on NXT women. But the uh, the one that has my eye is Sol Ruka. I yes. like
0: agree, 100% um, agreed.
1: I I, have, I don't think I've seen any promos outside of like the little video package they do, but I'm curious to see can she talk, um, how she do on that, but and she can learn that. Um,
0: but. There was there was a backstage segment that uh, that that they showed, which gave us kind of the why the first match this past Tuesday took place, okay. and 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 she had she she interacted, interaction. so yeah, yeah. and it's, I, it's, it's 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 totally fine. Um, I, I don't know. I, she seems relatively new to the world of pro wrestling. She, she
1: um, is. She was a uh, gymnast, I believe.
0: Okay. So yeah, again, n- there, there were, there have been far worse. So we'll okay, say that. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, we've seen that. Um, so anyways, that was a quick aside, uh, but I get Carter and chance winning in this match.
0: Yeah. Same thing. Uh, they're going to, they're going to break up Henley and James here. Uh, there was something with them. They did an interact uh, interaction backstage. Um, James is, I think like pulling the wool over, Brooks Jensen's eyes, and but Fallon Henley is sniffing that out. Um, again, long story short, you know, hot hot girl, you know, country bumpkin guy, you know, clearly they don't they don't match, but they're looking like they're matching. Well, and, yeah, we're gonna get the rug pulled. And ultimately,
1: out. Fallon has feelings for Brooks. I think is what we're doing here, and yeah. but she doesn't want to say it. And yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, th- so that's All gonna be part be- part of this, but yeah, yeah, the champs retain.
1: All right. Well, the other tag title match, the men's tag title match, has eight people in it because it's four tag teams. The New Day of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defend against Pretty Deadly of Kip Wilson and Elton Prince versus Gallus of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. And uh, versus Chase U, who won that opportunity in a triple threat tag match on Tuesday, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson.
0: Yeah, this is Obviously. interesting. Uh, I kind of think. Gallus would be the team that I would want to choose um, if you were like, you have to pick someone who's not a champ, not the champs because um, I feel like they were reintroduced back to NXT when they came back a couple weeks ago strongly um, but they seem like they're going to have the issue with Pretty Deadly because of how they inserted themselves in what that gauntlet match was that Pretty Deadly was on to get this opportunity in the first place um, again, they're still here even though they didn't win the gauntlet. Uh, Chase Hugh being here makes me feel like they're the team that's going to get to take the fall Um, But they, but it's fine. Um, I'm not incredibly confident about this. And again, we make picks in our fantasy wrestling league. This will be a low confidence point one for me. Um, I'm going to go with the new day. Uh, I think that they're still like, this is the right place for them at the right time. And I, and I think that they're probably helping to elevate um, NXT um, and the tag team division in NXT as other teams are solidifying themselves. Um, So I'm, not super confident because I could easily see I could think I think I would lean first to Gallus. Um but New Day retains.
1: Well, we're gonna have our first uh difference here. Uh I think this is the way to get the belts off the New Day is to do it in a four-way. They don't have to take the fall. Like you said, I think Chase and Hudson are there to get the fall. I, I could see a world where Hudson turns on Chase because that's certainly been a story as to whether Hudson and Chase are Hudson and Chase are on the same page and whether Hudson really is. Chase you, or is he out for himself? Um, You know, Drew Gulak's been involved in that a little bit and and some other things. Um, And I love Gulak being in NXT, by the way. I just think that's a really good use of him. Um, Because you're not... They hadn't done anything with him on the main roster almost ever, um, except for that, you know, cup of coffee with with Daniel Bryan um, a number of years back. But I think this is the way to get the belts off the New Day and, and send them back to SmackDown... Um, It's WrestleMania season, all that. Not that they haven't been on SmackDown. They were in the Rumble, you know, all of that. Um, I I hope Kofi's okay because the uh, attempted Kofi Kingston Royal Rumble spot went very, very wrong on Saturday. And he crashed and burned pretty badly. I haven't heard anything about him being, you know, significantly injured in that. But he was clearly not. He was supposed to land on that chair and that chair... (laughs) Jumping and landing on a chair with wheels seems like it's not going to end well. I'm just saying, and it didn't. And those wheels swirled, and, and you know, I don't know that his foot ever hit the ground, but I also am not sure he knew where he was in that moment, 100%. So, you know, this could also be a way if Kofi is hurt, you can easily hide him a little bit in this match, too. Um, yeah, I think we're getting the belts off, and, I, and I'm going with Gallus. I'm I'm very much in that that world where you were thinking of, Gallus makes the most sense, and I think then you go to Gallus and Pretty Deadly being the tag title feud, Um, if Pretty Deadly isn't coming up to the main roster, because I think they could, you know, at some point here, move them pretty easily. Um, I'm not a huge Pretty Deadly fan, but I know a lot of people are. I don't know why they haven't just clicked for me, but um, I know a lot of people are. So I'm going Gallus, so there's our first difference. Um, North American title match, Wes Lee defends against Dijak, I like this match. You got the big man versus the small guy. You got all of that. Um, I don't buy Wesley as the North American champion. I have not since day one, um, and I don't know why. He's good. He's really good. Very, very good.
0: They haven't given him a chance. To be honest, right? But and how and can the, you how can you buy him if you don't even know what he's selling?
1: Well, maybe that's the problem here. Um, and because of that, I'm going Dijak. I think Dijak wins the title here. Um, because I think Shawn Michaels and his crew are are behind this new DiJack character. I like the new DiJack character; it's certainly better than T-Bar. But then again, you know, anything's better than dog crap. So, um I Dijak, I, I think DiJack wins title and becomes that that dominating uh, champion force that you have. I mean, you have that with Braun, but a, a heel dominating champion, and then there's the chase for who can knock off die jack as he holds this title hostage kind of thing um yeah i'm going die jack
0: see i feel like that makes a lot of sense and with the way they built him and the way they reintroduced him and like he has a great platform now to like really excel in nxt because he was there in nxt as dominic Dijakovic, and then he got brought up and then we know what Retribution and t-bar and all that nonsense um I, I I think actually that there's a lot of belief in Wesley and that since he hasn't had the chance to really be established in this spot as the champion, that he's not going to lose yet. Um, so I'm going to go Wesley. Um, I hope that doesn't bite me um, in the end because I, I, the logic would be like, yeah, big man Dijak does win title uh, and, and does go on a reign of terror. Um and maybe that does eventually happen, um, and I think it probably should. I just don't think it's the time now to pull the trigger on that. Hope I'm right.
1: I, I think if Wesley wins, it's going to be like a quick schoolboy roll-up or something. I don't I don't think you're going to beat Dijak clean.
0: Yeah, or like, like a DQ or something or along DQ those Q lines. Or something.
1: Right, right. I, I could definitely see that. Definitely see. And maybe the rematch of this is it's stand and Deliver. You know, maybe this yeah. is something that they, they keep telling a story. Maybe it's a one and done. Tom, you get the first pick on the NXT women's title match. Roxanne Perez defends against both members of Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and Jace Jane.
0: Yeah, Roxanne's retaining the title here. Again, I think we're looking towards whomever, um, again, at a big spotlight, stand and deliver that Roxy will will defend then. Maybe it's one of these two in a singles. Um, again, they've been teasing out that Toxic Attraction is, is 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 breaking up and they're at each other's odds. They're not. It's been a ruse the whole time. Um and 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 I don't know how this plays out. Where like they still still remain constant. Maybe this is where they break up because Roxy gets the pin over one, or some someone finally turns on the other. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily have to happen. I think Roxanne can easily, um, you know, show that she's fighting from behind this entire time, and then overcomes two opponents to solidify herself as as champion. As we look down the road to whomever might be. The challenger, maybe Zoe Stark at Stand and Deliver. Um, we'll see.
1: That would make some sense for Zoe. Uh, yeah, Roxanne's winning here. I, you're not going to put the singles title on either Gigi or JC at this point. Um, I, I still think Gigi and JC are headed to the main roster before long, too. I think they would be a welcome addition to a a not very well-defined women's tag division on the main roster. Um, that's one thing I don't think Triple H has fixed in any way. It was not... Defined well under Vince, and here we are again. It's not defined well under Triple H. Um, but I think they would help that roster as well. Um, and they're both really good. I like them both, but neither one of them one in the title here. Roxanne wins that, keeps her belt, and goes on to a big match at Stan and Lever. And then we finish it off, Tom. Braunbreaker in a steel cage defends his, ta- his tag titles. Yes, his NXT title, maybe, um, against Grayson Waller uh so let's see that's me on the pick first uh yeah as, as we talked about I think Breaker uh Hayes or Breaker Lee would be the stand and deliver match most likely Hayes so that just tells you it, Braun Breaker wins this match I think it'll be really good I think Waller will look like he's going to win it a couple of times um I think it's good for Grayson Waller to be having a series of matches and a story with Ron Breaker I think that's helping you to elevate him uh but uh Braun Breaker keeps out here
0: Yep. Same, same pick as well. I don't think that you, that you take the title off breaker here. I think by him winning in the cage, however, that wins it like, again, puts the, puts the stamp on his, you know, his winning of this feud for lack of a better term. Um, there's, I think there's a lot of room for Grayson Waller. He's been a really unique talent over the last year. I think when he was reintroduced, maybe it was the end of 21. I forget the timing of it all. Um, like, i really liked you know i thought i saw a lot of talent in him um he's shifted and his character is kind of really grading but that's okay there's this time and the space for that um and he's a good antithesis to the like the the, the meat and potatoes uh good guy that Ron Breaker is even though he's not totally cut from that cloth um so there we have it all of our picks are in two differences the tag title match and the uh, north american title match i almost called it the united states title match but North America is greater than the United States, so uh, we will see. And and my sunlight is coming in, so my my distorted image for those of us watching on YouTube, um, you get ghostly Tom.
1: (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are up against uh, that time frame where we need to uh, wrap things. Tom, anything else you want to uh, say before we go tonight?
0: Yeah. So I will. I don't think I'm watching uh, Judgment judgment day uh, vengeance day i don't think i'm watching Vengeance Day there used day to be live. a
1: pay-per-view called judgment day so
0: yes and there's also a, a faction um here's so yeah I, I do but i do intend to watch this hopefully without spoiler um and next week we'll be back and we'll talk about this we'll talk about our picks hopefully i am not down by three and uh and and so much more plus our super bowl pick next week when we come back for the next episode of two spot monkeys
1: yeah, and right now that's looking like it actually might be a late night Thursday night uh, recording, but we'll uh, we'll keep you posted on Twitter and that sort of thing uh, for those who enjoy watching us live or uh, maybe could join us live in the evening and, and can't in the morning or something like that. So uh, we'll keep – that was better for like two seconds. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: the sunlight is literally going right into the camera lens. So. <laughs> you
1: can tell. Uh, everybody have a great week. Uh, enjoy Vengeance Day if you're watching it. Enjoy whatever else you might be doing this weekend. Uh, we'll be back next week with you more. With you, with more. There we go. Two Spot Monkeys live.